What up, Street Togs? Eric Kim. All right, the thought. This one is regarding, um, you know, bodily eumorphia. Eumorphia, as in EU, as like eudaimonia, which means like, good, positive, love of. Whereas um, dysmorphia means hate of, hatred of, and stuff like that. So this is really important because a lot of the times in life, the, the thing we should maybe atone most for is uh, how people hate their bodies. Like the sad fact is most people totally hate their bodies. And even if you're like super buff or super sexy or you know, whatever, it seems like everyone really hates their bodies. And uh, why is this the case? So let me just kind of theorize. So some different theories. So the first theory is we've been programmed and trained to hate our bodies. And in fact, to love your body is seen like bad manners. Um, it's actually much more effective to, you know, when it comes to people's, uh, psychology and stuff like that is, you know, and this is why I think is like, uh, the basic issue is in American society and we're mostly kind of like a Christian, Protestant, Quaker, Puritan notion is one's body is evil and to be hated and therefore bad. And any trust in the body is bad and evil. So this is quite problematic for lots of different reasons. And to be too vain and into one's body is bad. And therefore, to be really into your body, you're kind of sitting. So for example, it is considered bad manners for you know guys to be flexing in front of a mirror in front of the gym. Why? Because, you know, when we beta males look at that kind of behavior, we think to ourselves, Oh, you know, like low key, we're all like jealous or envious of uh, the guy with the mask case. Oh, he must be cheating. And you know, he's like probably on steroids or whatever. And so even a lot of people who are like, kind of like the whole, like, you know, natty or not is, you know, is he on, uh, is he on the, the roids, the gear, or the test or whatever. It's because we feel kind of bad about ourselves and the way that we could feel better about ourselves is through tearing other people down. Now, the truly robust person would really not care whatever everyone else doing in the gym, whatever, and look, looking at and stuff like that, whatever. Now, when it comes to bodily dysmorphia, I, you know, s several causes. One, uh, social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, it's, or like even YouTube, right, is that you are essentially being prized and patted on the back for having a certain physique. And this is bad because then your external self-worth or your bodily self-worth is dictated by how other people, you know, like you or whatever, or what they say. Now, the truly robust person would, you know, be much more selfish about it and do it because, like, it feels good. Every time you're about to take a shower and you flex, you feel great. And uh, my heuristic on this is, uh, my, my saying is this. Better to transform your body into a Lamborghini than to buy a Lamborghini. Like, it's so funny. Whenever I see dudes driving around in 911s or topless convertibles, whatever, um, or flexing in their, you know, whatever luxury car, um, 
you know, I can't speak for women, for, for at least for men, you essentially want to assert your masculinity as well as your, you know, taste and style and your grandeur or your, uh, your highness. So, but the, the hidden irony is whenever I see dudes drive around convertibles or Porsches or Lambos, Ferraris, whatever, I'm actually less interested in the car. I'm actually more interested in the individual. So like, I'll look at these dudes, I'm like, one, is the guy fat or not? Two, is the guy buff or not? Or like, do I, am I admiring his car or admiring him? So like, even in, um, I was in, I was in uh, New Haven like last weekend and uh, kind of around Yale campus, went to the, the Italian district and I saw, you know, brand new 911 GT3 RS maybe, like kind of this nice neon yellow kind of hyper color and I thought it was super cool. Actually, but then you know what, man, after hearing that car, I'm like, man, I totally don't want this car. Like, it's so loud and obnoxious and then out jumps a dude, like some nerdy looking, you know, older, you know, Caucasian gentleman with his little fat chubby kid comes out and I'm like, man, you guys look so lame. And then like, okay, so the, the car looks super dope, but the, the individuals, the humans look kind of lame. So, Nowadays, I'm more like interested in bodily physique. Like I look at other people, you know, I look at The Rock and, you know, Gary, uh, Ronnie Coleman and old school Arnold and stuff like that. And, you know, we all know that they're on the roids and the test, whatever. But I kind of want to transform my body into looking like a Greek statue or a demigod. That's my personal endeavor. And the, the, the thing is two things. The first one is to increase muscle mass, which is skeletal muscle. Uh, the second thing is to decrease body fat, which is adipose tissue. Um, so it looks like around for men, the 10% range is good. For women, around 20% is good. Um, and then the, the, the goal then is to indefinitely increase your, your muscle mass, you know, albeit might be a slow process. But even if I could augment my muscle mass, you know, 5% every month indefinitely, uh, I would be a very happy man. So. The big problem then is you know we 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 tend to get suckered like uh, for example i can, I can speak from my personal experiences a lot of the the marketing when it comes to nutritional science and x, y, and z is that you're afraid that you're not going to maximize your gain, so you take protein powder whey you know on optimum whatever's uh you know creatine supplements blah blah. Uh, you take energy drinks or other weird stuff is because you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to maximize your gains, which is totally legitimate. Now the problem is then, then the bias in bodybuilding is if you're just rich enough to buy all the testosterone supplements, protein powders, whatever you could become like massive or whatever. But my, my thought is actually it's much more effective to just, eat a lot of meat like for me I haven't consumed protein powder or I've, okay the only thing I've ever taken was a uh, protein powder like 100% whey I did this back in my college days and had muscle milk and stuff like that never took creatine another another other weird stuff um, you know obviously never took test hormones or other weird stuffs um, and uh, for then actually one day I was just like it kind of, I kind of had an epiphany. I'm like, all the money I'm spending on protein powder, what if I just bought a shitload of meat? And so even here in uh, Providence in Rhode Island, 
we could go to the local um, Price Right, which is like the ghetto grocery market. Dude, it's only 99 cents a pound for pork. 99 cents. Like, I could hand you a $1 bill and you give me a pound of pork. And you know, we get the pork loin shoulder, 10 pounds, only 10 bucks. Dude, you could go to like a restaurant, you get an appetizer, which is like $12, or I could get 10 pounds of meat, which is huge, just like that big, right? Um, and I, I assume that the average human cannot eat more than five pounds of meat a day. Like, even for me, my personal goal is to eat about five to 10 pounds a day. I'm like currently at around like five pounds a day. So let, let's assume I just eat pork. Eating pork, it will cost me only $5 a day for five pounds of meat multiplied against uh, 30 days a month, right? That's only 150 bucks a month. And this meat eating like a, an insane bodybuilder, right? And you know, you could easily blow $150 on a meal for two and some drinks or just going out for a nice night of drinks. So actually I feel like right now this whole COVID situation is probably the best time to get super swole and get super lean. And uh, the secret is intermittent fasting throughout the day, don't eat breakfast or lunch. Uh, when you're fasted, um, you know, just drink some black coffee, no cream, no sugar, no almond milk, no oat milk, none of that stupid stuff. Um, lift, do body weight exercises, calisthenics, uh, go to the park, walk around, get some fresh sunlight, whatever it may be. And then uh, break your fast once the sun goes down, like Ramadan style. And uh, and actually now I'm trying to go to sleep super early. Like I'm actually, I actually close my blinds and try to get, uh, and I fold out the beds around like 7.30. And as a consequence, I have so much more energy and vigor and vitality. And so last night, probably slept around 8 p.m. Woke up today at like maybe 6, 6.30 a.m. And I feel, I feel fantastic. And already my muscles are feeling bigger. So it seems, um, and then the, the, the big thing is that like, you know, and I don't really encourage plastic surgery or face, facial modifications, whatever. Um... The easiest way to have a much more attractive face, and let's speak for men, is to increase your testosterone. Uh, so I've actually even found that the more I eat meat, you know, which has increased your testosterone, uh, the fattier the meat, the more cholesterol, the more saturated uh, fat, the better. I've actually noticed my face, my jawline, actually getting much more defined and manly. And even at age 32, I look at pictures of when I was like, you know, 22, 24, like I actually look much more buff and masculine and interesting now than I was even a decade ago and I'm also way stronger like you know before this whole like you know quarantine lockdown thing I deadlifted 455 no straps no belt I've never used a belt in my life or straps in my life all I used was chalk and a mixed grip and you know I did a fasted too, so I'm like, and then I don't have extraordinary genetics, right? Like just like, you know, my dad's like a skinny fat Asian dude. So I'm like, dude, come on, like if I could do it, anyone could do it. Um, and so the best way to uh, decrease your body fat, just quit all sugars, alcohol, weed and stuff like that. And then once again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that like, if your goal is to maximize your fat loss, you know, cut out all sugars, all carbs, all vegetables too. The only, I don't eat vegetables, I only eat uh, bitter greens, which is like kale, collard greens, I don't know, bok choy, and uh, fermented foods like sauerkraut, uh, kimchi, and even like the, 
you know, I'm all for the canned food too. So even going to like Stop and Shop, which is like our local grocery store here, which is like, once again, it's not the most ghetto one, but it's like the second to less ghetto one. You know, I just eat spinach and uh, kale and collard greens out the can or just stir fry it with a can. It's so much cheaper too, right? And so essentially all my food either looks red or green. And uh, I'm even sus of like a lot of these starchy vegetables, you know, obviously like carrots. Carrots are really sweet. Um, even cauliflower and broccoli, it's actually pretty sweet. Like, you know, people are always like, oh, this, this tastes hella nasty or whatever, right? But actually, in, in fact, if you really eat a cauliflower and you really eat a, a broccoli, broccoli and cauliflower are actually super sweet. And then, you know, obviously like anything that's starchy, like even now, like I've, I've cut out almonds, which is my last thing. Cause I had the epiphany. The last time I ate, I, I ate an almond, I've actually real, and then while fasted too, I realized it's actually really sweet. And then, you know, you think about it, it's, it's also start quite starchy too. So I'm like, huh, maybe all the money I could spend on almonds, just freaking buy more meat, right? Um, and you know, for me, you know, I prefer, you know, the cheaper the meat and the fattier the meat better. So like chicken leg quarters could get that for like a dollar a pound, uh, pork, 99 cents a pound. Um, ground beef like $2.99 a pound, steak for $4.99 a pound. Um, optimally, I would just eat nothing but steak. Uh, Milo of Croton, you know, nine-time winning Olympian champion. Apparently the high tail is he ate 20 pounds of meat a day, 20 pounds of like oxen or something, 20 pounds of bread and five pints or five gallons of wine. I mean, obviously a high tail, but like, hmm, this could be the, I mean, even for us normal humans, right? If you eat five pounds of meat a day or 10 pounds of meat a day, and you work out a lot, how can one not gain muscular mass? And I've proven that you don't need carbs. I haven't eaten carbs in like seven years. I've quit sugar like eight years ago. You know, I don't drink wine or alcohol and I don't smoke weed, none of that stuff. The only thing I, my only vice in life is uh, black coffee. I drink a lot of black coffee. But even that I'm trying to cut back to because it kind of fucks up my sleep. Um, and I get massive headaches when I don't have a coffee, which is not good. Um, and you know, once again, quitting alcohol, weed and stuff like that. It's like, it's not a moralistic ethical thing. Cause like, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, yeah, you do it. You know, people, ancient Greeks been drinking wine forever. Right. Um, and they, there's even, uh, sayings that like, even like a uh, small dose of alcohol are actually beneficial for you because it, you know, it's cut, you know, alcohol is a poison. Right. But then a little, a small dose of poison actually, you know, awakens your, your biological things. It's called hormesis, H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S, -S, not to be confused with homeopathy, which is pseudoscience. Um, the basic gist of um, hormesis is a small dose, uh, a small dose, a small dose of poison is actually beneficial to you. So even vegetables, vegetables aren't healthy for you because there's micronutrients or none of that BS, right? Is that like bitter greens, like really bitter kale, really bitter colored greens, whatever that bitterness we taste is poison. Cause you know, if I'm a kale plant, right? I don't want to be eaten. It's like, God did not put fucking kale on earth just so that like, you know, yeah, we could just munch on it super merrily, right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm much more of, a, of, of an empiricist. No food was put on earth for humans to consume. It's just like humans, we're just like another biological organism like anything else and it's our personal imperative to uh, 
you know, best consume the highest nutritional things to augment our, our, you know, our bodies, our muscle mass and stuff like that. Um, in regards to talking about like what's healthy or not, that's, that's kind of nonsense too. Um, so for me, the empirical thing is how to increase muscle mass, how to decrease body fat. And, you know, I'm actually very anti, you know, steroids or testosterone or, you know, other weird growth hormones. Like it's like, I think, uh, if I could, if I, if I could have a say in the matter, I think it actually should be legalized and it should be regulated. And then if, you know, bodybuilders are going to do the competition, everyone should just be more transparent about it. Right? Like, like I would actually prefer it. Like if you bought a bodybuilding magazine and it, you know, there's a little, you know, little hashtag or something that said, you know, this athlete uses steroids and being very specific on what they use. Cause like, it's fine. Like, you know, people want to use steroids or testosterone or human growth, whatever. Like to me, that's totally fine. But I think it's just a little bit dangerous or bad when, um, either kids take it unsafely or people think that you could take it with no downsides because there's huge downsides. And I think people should just make the facts a little more apparent, like the good and the bad, but you know, there's lawyers who do cocaine all the time to be more productive. And there's programmers who take Adderall all the time. So there's obviously hidden risks there too. So, you know, certainly at the end of the day, everyone should be allowed to do with their bodies and their minds or whatever that uh, they want to do. But maybe like what I'm trying to advocate for is that one doesn't need to take testosterone, steroids, or, you know, even protein powder. Like, nothing really wrong with protein powder, too. But then, like, if you look at a lot of protein powder, actually, a lot of it has sugar. So I'm actually wondering if having protein powder, even the 100% whey stuff, you know, there's still some carbohydrates in it, could actually make you get, like, like a little fatter. Like, if your goal is to keep your body fat percentage down. So I'm, I'm quite skeptical and sus of that, too. Um, and also, the funny thing about creatine, right? is creatine, it just comes from ancient Greek, which, uh, which just means, you know, human flesh meat. <laughs> so consuming creatine is just also like uh, consuming, um... so like, would you rather have creatine supplements or would you just have even more meat? So this whole supplement industry, uh, truth be told, like, it's all like a big, I mean, I, I like to call it a scam, but, it's a product that's easily marketable and it's easy sellable. Like it's, you know, so that's why I think it's kind of this like, you know, it's just kind of more of an industry. Like, let's just call it like a big, like the, the big muscle industry or the big nutrition industry. I mean, it's like a way for the company to augment their earnings and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't really think that is necessary and sometimes that actually might do more harm than good um certainly it's not good for your bank account but anyways so more of the story is intermittent fasting eat more meat cut out all sugars carbs starches whatever not even say quit vegetables because once again vegetable is kind of like it's kind of like the the red herring in the sense that there's a difference between a kale and a collard green and a difference between a potato a carrot a cauliflower and um kind of a cruciferous vegetable, right? Um, 
And we also should get rid of this nonsense that like somehow eating meat is bad for you. I think honestly a lot of these people are either pet owners who don't like the ideas of their pets being eaten or they're um, you know vegans who are too much about the you know either virtue signaling or actually like they actually are legitimately concerned that eating meat is bad for the environment which it probably is um, but that's that's another conversation and so I think just purely from an empirical perspective eat more meat if you're a guy lift a lot of weights, go heavy. Uh, I'm not for the, the boring reps. Go more towards the one rep maxes, one hand of push-ups, one legged pistol squats, deadlifts, squats, bench, whatever. Um, make it fun, make it interesting. Uh, yeah, do more intermittent fasting, uh, go out, walk around more, get some fresh sunlight. And for me, at the end of the day, your body is you and you cannot begin to love yourself until you love your body.